Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International and Compass Group International, and welcome to my podcast. Uh, today, it is the beginning of December 2021, and I just kind of want to give everyone a quick overview of what I've been up to, what we've been doing here at Compass and Roadhouse International, uh, because obviously I haven't posted any videos or podcasts uh, for well over a month, maybe even going on two months. So I want to give everyone an update and also give you a preview of the next two to three podcasts, short podcasts I'm be doing. Everything from what's new here in Thailand, uh, real estate, and also crypto, blockchain, metaverse, virtual land. That is one of the things that I have been studying voraciously every single day, like a brand new student um, that's uh, fresh in college. And I've been doing this uh, with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of passion. So I'm very happy to talk about how the, the blockchain world, the crypto world, on how it's changing our business and how our business is going to basically evolve moving forward in 2022 and beyond. So the very first thing is, is here in Bangkok or here in Thailand, <clears throat> it's a gorgeous, gorgeous time of the year. This is our high season, so if you weren't aware, high season starts in November, so and it progresses to right around February. Uh, so the reason why I took some time off of social media is because if you've been uh, listening to our podcast, I'm sure you're well aware we've been doing, <clears throat> excuse me, I just drank some milk this morning, and I just got this, sorry, Sam's gross, but I got this phlegm stuck in my throat. <laughs> Let me just take a sip of my coffee. Okay, much better. Sorry about that. But the thing is, is that we've been doing a lot of sight unseen deals. Ever since last year and to earlier this year, we've done more sight unseen uh, real estate deals than we've ever done in the going on 20 years of Compass. And what's happened is that now that Thailand kind of reopened on November 1st of this year uh, with literally no quarantine. Uh, so if you weren't aware, you can now come to Thailand. You're just required to do a PCR test. And then you go to a hotel for one day to wait for your results on your second test when you arrive in this country. Then after that, you're free to roam around. And then uh, hopefully this Omicron variant, Omicron, I mean, doesn't that sound like something from Transformers? But hopefully this Omicron variant, which basically what I've read and researched, no one has really, no one's died from it. It has more flu-like symptoms, but it's not fatal. Hopefully this Omicron uh, variant uh, will not put a hinder on things and will keep Thailand open because some countries like Taiwan and Japan has already completely shut down a country. So we're hoping that's not going to happen because if it doesn't, on December 15th this year, uh, Thailand is going to continue uh, this process with literally no quarantine. But rumor has it, and again, it's just rumor. So if you have any plans on coming January or even February next year, I would actually postpone your trip. The reason why is because if you're not aware, Asian countries are, I wouldn't say scared, but they're just overly cautious when new variants pop up. So like when this Omicron variant popped up, Taiwan, Japan immediately shut down. And we're kind of hearing rumors as a possibility, 
Thailand may do the same exact thing. They're going to stick to their word and keep the country open like they did in November and then maybe through the month of December with this short-term 24-hour quarantine to wait for your test results. But come January 1, if this Omicron variant, even if no one has, if it, even if it's not fatal and no one's died from it, but it's spreading like wildfire, there's a strong possibility Thailand may completely shut down like Taiwan and Japan. And I'm, I'm assuming that other Asian countries would do the same or, and or, or should I say or, go into the regular two-week full quarantine. So I'm advising any of my clients out there that's listening to this, if you have any plans coming in January, February next year, please make sure you have fully refundable tickets. But if anything, you'll be a safer bet because of Omicron variant to come in March. And March is still beautiful. And if you come March and maybe even April, April is one of the best times of the year because of Songkran. It's our Thai New Year. It's the world's largest water fight. And, and I'm hoping that Songkran won't be postponed like the last two years. And it's going to continue and it's going to be an awesome festival. You know, Songkran is something that everybody should put on their bucket list. Like the Tomatillo, the Tomato Festival, or Running of the Bulls in Pampalona. Songkran is a definite check that you, or definite something you need to add on your bucket list. <clears throat> so that's kind of an overview on, and I'll go more into detail uh, on this next podcast. Then the next thing is, is that at Compass, we've been extremely busy. So all of our clients that have bought sight unseen, now they're all coming here and making their trips November, all last month, and then all of this month. And so we've been extremely busy, obviously, with our clientele, showing them their properties. Because as I mentioned, is when you're buying a luxury home through Compass or through World House International, we're much more than a real estate broker agent that just says, here's your home, good luck to you, off you go. Now, our service level, because our clients basically have uh, a lot more needs than the average clientele, uh, we cater to a lot of affluent clientele. So when they come to the country, everything has to be prepared for them. So it's opening new accounts for them, for banking. It's uh, opening LLC, a business LLC, if, if that's something they also need. Uh, wealth management, wealth planning. Uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, I had a little bit of brain fart there. Estate planning. So estate planning is also something very key. And obviously we don't do it, but we refer them to some estate planners here in Thailand, along with other attorneys for immigration services, whether you want to get a retirement visa or a Thai elite visa. And then our, uh, some of the homes are furnished or partially furnished. So we help our clients either fully furnish their homes before they arrive. Or when they come here, if they want, if they need help in finding furniture, we will take them to the different furniture factories or showrooms and help them get their homes fully furnished, uh, buying vehicles for them, whether if they want a brand new uh, Mercedes S500 or a BMW 7 class or an Aston Martin, whatever it may be. Uh, we also help them with that, help them get a Thai driver's license. So that is just scratching the surface of what we do. And then in addition to that is, and again, we're always here for constant support. We don't just say, okay, here you go. Adios, good luck to you. In addition to that is, 
it's not like Western countries like the United States <clears throat> where turning your utilities is something very simple that you do. You can just call Cox or T-Mobile or CenturyLink or whatever it may be to turn on your TV service, internet service, or get a cell phone. It's a lot more that's entailed. So we also help our clients turn on all their utilities, get it switched over to their name, have it debited to their accounts. Uh, if they have any rental properties, uh, we have we introduce them to their property managers if necessary, which most of the time is not necessary, um, but uh, we have that squared away. And then also other stuff, helping them turn on their internet providers, uh, simple things like even TV services, streaming services, helping to get cell phone, uh, whether it's through AIS or through True Mobile. And then, in addition to that is, we want to help our clients be more comfortable with the area. So we spend one, two to three days with them, with them and their family, showing them everything around their community. How to use the BTS, um, the BTS, which is our SkyTrain. So for an example, all the public transportations, we help them get a rabbit card. So they, it's a it's a kind of credit card-like uh, to use on the BTS. Uh, we show them places to shop, whether it's for food or entertainment, uh, restaurants, bars, everything that is required for them to have an amazing life here in Thailand. We show them all the sites. So we're not just agents. We're not just brokers. We're their tour guide. We're their constant support. So, and again, that's just the tip of the iceberg, what we do. So that is very, very time consuming. And uh, so that's why I haven't had the time to update everyone on new podcasts. And we're continuing doing this for all this month through December. And then hopefully Thailand won't shut down in January, February, March of next year, because we will have another round of clientele flying in. So I just want to give everyone an update on why we haven't been very active in our social media. Then the next thing is, is on the Thai front, <clears throat> if you're still hesitant in pulling a trigger on deciding whether you want to move here in Thailand, let's just talk about some of the headlines over the last three, six, nine months and what's going on in the state of the world, especially in Western countries like the United States and UK and places like Australia and New Zealand. Number one is the high amount of debt and the massive amount of printing of money that all the governments are doing. Because if you're not aware, we went through the shortest recession in recorded history. It literally was only two months. When the, when the United States was going to go into recession, what did the Fed do? They found a solution. Print more money. And it got everyone, it got the country out of recession. But if you're not an economist and you don't understand how this negatively affects you, is by printing more money, it devaluates currencies, fiat currencies like the U.S. dollar. So what's happening is U.S. dollar is devaluating at 10 to 15%. So it's that much more that you're losing. Remember, depending on what age group you're in, but most of the people that are listening to this are millennials. But for the baby boomers and the Gen Xers, think about 20 years ago, 30 years ago, what a dollar could buy you. What does a dollar buy you now? Nothing. Nothing, not even a crappy burger, maybe a crappy burger, depending on where. So that's a big problem. 
that's going on in these Western countries is the printing presses are running and the fiat currencies are devaluating. Everything's getting more expensive from cars to houses to food to gas. Everything on your list is getting more and more expensive. And even if you're rich, it doesn't matter because if you're a savvy individual, it doesn't matter how many millions you have, it still affects your bottom line because you have employees that work in your massive corporation that are complaining. They can't afford a home. Uh, they have to maybe uh, cut down on expenses. Uh, they have to work at home because they can't afford putting gas in their car. I mean, it's just craziness that's going on in places like the United States. And you still have a big, huge divide, like the United States is divided in half on left and right. Uh, which is ridiculous. Everybody's complaining. Friends aren't talking to each other. Family members hate each other because one is left and one is right. It's just, in Asia, we're just looking at this. We're like, holy cow, what is going on with the Western world? It's like literally like reading a freaking fictional book that's coming to life. And it's absolute chaos. And then now uh, with, the, with individuals being out of work for this year, two years, and now they've accrued these massive credit card debts and personal debts. And many of them don't even want to go back to work because they're so used to being at home. And they're so used to collecting these welfare checks uh, from the government. I mean, the one of the shockingest thing that we saw on TV here, we're watching. So we use the VPN to streaming like Hulu and all that stuff. And we're watching, I think, some new show, primetime new show. And this was happening earlier this year and last year, and we're seeing like literally like people driving up in Porsche Cayennes, uh, Mercedes to receive free food. And people here like, is that real? Are Americans really that poor? And I tell them, I said, yes, because Americans live paycheck to paycheck. They have no savings. It's just too expensive to live. So I hope that you're in a better situation now but I want you to understand is that if you're suffering over these last two years, you're up to your eyeballs in debt, you hate your job, or your job wants you to come back to a traditional office that will not allow you to work at home, even all with the massive amount of tools from Zoom to, to Microsoft meetings to Google and all that stuff, and they still require you to come back to the office and you don't want to, or for some people that are the anti-vaxxers, uh, you know, I, I'm not singling you off, but for people who don't want to be vaccinated and, and are being fired from their job because they refuse to be vaccinated. So a lot of people are in a world of hurt, and it's only going to get worse because this inflation, which we've all seen, it's not temporary. It's not temporary. These prices are here to stay. And if you feel that the supply chain is going to get fixed overnight, I'm sorry. It is not going to get fixed overnight. That means that there's still going to be a shortage of car or of, of, of chips, computer chips. So personal electronics will continue to increase. Car prices, there still will be a shortage and continue to increase. And then also, because of supply chain issues, your food prices will still continue to increase. So these prices are not coming back down, folks. Living in the United States, living in the UK, living in Australia, New Zealand is just going to get more and more expensive. 
And for those of you that have really evolved your business, or should I say your professional life, to be able to work from home, <clears throat> to be a telecommuter, why do it in a country where you can't afford to live? Where maybe you're just, you were better off a couple of years ago, but then now you're just like doing okay. But if you look in the near future, whether it's two to five years from now, you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm not going to be living a paycheck to paycheck. I'm actually going to be living beyond below my means. So that means I have to sacrifice even more. That means that I may have to sell my home because I can't afford the mortgage anymore and downsize. But if I downsize, I really have to downsize, not just one level, but two to three levels, maybe going from a house to a condo because home prices are so dang expensive right now. Well, if that's the case, then do it from here. It's still cheap. And folks, it's not just Western countries. China, Hong Kong, Singapore, Taiwan, Korea, Japan, experiencing the same exact issues. Extremely expensive. Taiwan, I have, you know, I am Taiwanese and I'm Japanese and, we have, and I have relatives there. It's extremely expensive to live there. But Thailand, nothing has changed. It's still freaking cheap here. You want to go to a buffet, a great buffet? It's nine bucks or 15 bucks. Uh, you could still get a wonderful meal for a dollar to a dollar and a half. You could still buy condos at the beach for $100,000 $150,000. You can still buy and afford a home here. You can still get a one hour time massage for $7 an hour. Everything here is still affordable. You want to hear something else that's crazy? If you have a work permit, and it's something that we do help our clients because some of our clients incorporate here in Thailand, and then, um, and then our immigration attorneys are able to provide them with a work permit, and with a work permit, obviously, they can have a Thai driver's license and have a, a more robust financial uh, services like business accounts, personal accounts, debt, credit cards, and so forth. But in addition to that is, we can also get them health insurance. So the average health insurance in the United States for crappy, crappy health insurance that maybe it's a $5,000 deductible, your co-pays are still anywhere from, five, from $50 to $100. A crappy insurance like that will probably still run you close to $500 a month. A better insurance is going to, is going to run you closer to $1,000 a month. Here in Thailand, you get the top tier insurance for about $1,000 to $2,000 a year. But you can't do it on a tourist visa. You have to have a work permit or be a full-time resident, like having your retirement visa or your Thai elite visa. And that's something that we help with our affluent clientele that come into this country and decide to live here full-time or even part-time. So like I said, everything here is affordable. So if you're still hesitant pulling a trigger and you're being miserable, I urge you now, more so than ever. I did a, a podcast, and if you're new to this podcast, please refer back. I've done quite a few episodes, long episodes, talking about remote working here in Thailand and why it makes sense for everyone and the massive amount of opportunities that's here. 
Because folks, even with the world slowing down because of this pandemic the last two years, but still the wealth of the world, the new wealth of this world is still coming out of here in Asia. That has not changed. And it's only, only getting bigger. And then for you, you crypto, um, uh, crypto fanatics um, out there, the great thing is, is that you're well aware that the adoption rate uh, for crypto is higher here in Asia than really anywhere else in the world. Thailand is now looking at uh, adopting crypto in more and more forms of being able to pay for more items. Some of our developers that we work with, the top 10 developers here in Thailand, some of them have already set aside luxury homes. So these are luxury homes that, that started a million dollars or some at a half a million dollars that will now accept crypto as a form of payment. Only the big boys. So it's going to be only Bitcoin and Ethereum. Probably down the road, they'll probably accept Solana and uh, you know some of the other, uh, other coins. But right now, just Bitcoin and or Bitcoin and Ethereum. So the adoption rate is higher here. And also uh, BitCup, uh, which is our exchange here, uh, is now ranked 10th in the world for the largest exchanges in the world. Basically, people are saying it's like the Coinbase of Asia. Coinbase, not in the bad service level like Coinbase has. So just as a footnote, if anyone is looking uh, to... Uh, open an, a crypto exchange account. Please avoid Coinbase at all. Please avoid Coinbase. Go to other ones like Gemini, FTX, Kraken, uh, because Coinbase has the worst customer service there is. So if any problems, you can read it. Just type up Coinbase customer service issues and you'll see people getting locked out, people missing crypto. Um, nobody. You can't get a hold of anybody. Everything's done by email, so please avoid them at all costs. Even though they're one of the biggest, uh, they just have great marketing. Go to go somewhere else. Go to Gemini. And then the other thing too is not just the adoption rate here is faster, but we're going to see a lot more Asian countries open up to crypto. And like I said, when it comes down to, when you look at statistics, like for an example, when you look at some of the crypto influencers uh, like Rao, uh, Rao Pal and a, a Vision, he says it, and I, and I completely agree with him, that if you're looking at adoption rate by 2024, 2025, we're looking at a billion, uh, you know, over a billion users. And, but most of it's going to happen here in Asia. So if you're, if you're into crypto and you hold crypto, Thailand is a perfect place to be because you're welcome here with open arms. If you're a miner, obviously you can't mine in China. You can mine here in Thailand. Electricity is dirt freaking cheap. It's really dirt cheap here in Asia. I have many friends uh, that I know that are miners here. Extremely, extremely cheap here. And there are solar panels here that you can buy too. So it is very, very crypto friendly and you will have no problems and you have access to great exchanges. So obviously BitCup, uh, there's Binance and, uh, and, I th and Femex and some other ones you can use out here too. And then I'm going to talk more about that, obviously, in another podcast of crypto and, and here in Thailand and some of the things that we're doing here in Compass to realign ourselves 
to make sure that we're moving forward, evolving with blockchain technology. So one of the things that we're working at, we're going to have a summit uh, for our developer clients uh, starting sometime next year. Uh, it's going to happen here in Asia, here most likely here in Bangkok, Thailand, where we're going to educate them on uh, not just the multiverse, but also virtual land, uh, because it's something that we're helping our clientele do right now is locking up virtual land for some of our hotelers, uh, helping them be prepared to tokenize future projects because real estate will be tokenized. Uh, there's no question. And then also in addition to that is uh, we are working with, so one of my very close friends um, is an investor uh, for a new crowdfunding platform that allows you to basically raise money for any project you have. But what's unique about this platform is that it's SEC approved. It's the only platform, the only blockchain crowdfunding platform that's SEC approved. So if you are a developer looking to raise money, please contact me because I can get you in front of the right person uh, to raise money for your project utilizing this platform and tokenizing your project. So you are basically, you know, you're going into the new century, you know, where, where everything's going, everything's gravitating towards this. You know, so many people in the past, and I am one of them too, you know, as an ex-traditional banker coming from a traditional world of finance, it was very, very hard to grasp around cryptocurrency. My first involvement in cryptocurrency was back in 2017 when I sold one of my condos for Bitcoin. And obviously it wasn't smart enough. You know, I, I did well. I wish I would have held on to all of them, but I, you know, obviously I sold them, sold them, made a huge profit uh, because it was, it was before the crash. Uh, but uh, that was really my first taste of crypto. And then I kind of shied away from it because, and again, just like uh, most traditional bankers, it's like, oh, there's no intrinsic value of crypto. But now, I am a true believer. So for anyone out there that's looking at crypto and still has this mindset, and my fellow bankers out there and finance professionals are still saying, no, crypto, there's no intrinsic value. It is money being created from thin air. Uh, money launderers use it. It's used for criminal activity. Uh, there's, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's not, folks. Spend. Michael Saylor of MicroStrategies. He says it best, just spend one day researching crypto. And if you don't like to read, which I'm assuming that if you're a finance professional, you do like to read, but for some reason, if you don't like to read, just go on YouTube, watch videos from Michael Saylor, from Michael Strategies, watch videos from Rao Powell of, of Vision, watch, watch uh, crypt, uh, BitBoy Crypto, they are great at educating people on crypto and how it's changing the world and how it's not going away, folks. It's here to stay. So you either learn it and incorporate it into your business or just die off and it like everybody else. You know, the way I look at crypto is, is the way streaming technology changed entertainment. You can either be the blockbuster of the world and sit here saying, still telling yourself, 
crypto is a Ponzi scheme. It's a scam. It's only used for criminal activity. There's no intrinsic value. But when you look at the dollar, it's you look at the back, it says, in God we trust. It is not backed by gold. It's backed by the U.S. economy. But you trust that that dollar is worth a dollar when you spend it. That's what gives it value. Two people trusting that that dollar is worth one dollar. The same goes for one Bitcoin. One Bitcoin right now is trading at roughly about $56,000 or $57,000. When you're trading Bitcoin, two people are saying, yes, that one coin is worth $57,000 and I will buy that from you. A developer is saying, yes, that Bitcoin is worth $57,000. I have a home for you that's $750,000 and I will accept your Bitcoin as a form of payment. That gives it value. It's trust between two parties. So please get it out of your head saying that it's going to die off. It's going to go to zero. It's not. It's here to stay. When you look at the adoption rate of crypto, it's only getting bigger. More sovereign nations are looking at it, are adopting it, not just El Salvador. More and more countries are looking at it. And when you're saying, well, how is it going? You know, Bitcoin, Ethereum is going to go to zero when the U.S. dollar digitizes, the euro digitizes. No, it's not. It's going to work together. For an example, when you look at precious metals like platinum, gold, silver, copper, or bronze, it works the same exact way as fiat money. It works hand in hand. Bitcoin is not a security. It's a store of value like gold is. And it took me a while to understand. I have literally put in over the last many months, I don't know how many thousands of hours. I literally, because I know that I have to evolve myself, the way I think about digital assets to be able to to succeed in the future, to be able to take Compass and Roadhouse International to the next level. I need to adopt this into my business. If I don't, I'm going to die off like Blockbuster. I'm going to die off like Radio Shack. And you see this. How, how long ago was it when you look at Amazon, you're like, what, this company just sells freaking books? And now they're selling some gadgets? How successful can they be? Now, everyone's adopted technology. Walmart.com, Target.com. Same with streaming services. You're like, what's this streaming? Who the heck wants to stream movies and TV shows? Not everybody does it. I actually prefer to stream than watch traditional TV. I prefer on demand. How about you? I bet you do too. So if you're, if you're still having a hard time grasping crypto and you still think it's fake, well, how long did it take you to finally buy your first thing that's a non-book on Amazon.com? How long did it take you to finally accept Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Disney Plus? I bet you it didn't take that long. And I bet the reason why is because you were educated. So I'm really urging everyone, my friends, my clients, anyone out there that's listening to this, Do yourself a favor and research everything about crypto. 
you don't have to trade it. You don't have to open exchange and buy crypto. I mean, I believe it, but yes, I, I, I'm not a trader. I believe it because I have to understand the technology to relay that because I have crypto millionaires that are my clients that are buying properties here. I have developers that I'm now telling saying, listen, okay, you want to build this hotel project? Well, this is how you're going to have to change because your clientele isn't going to be the baby boomers because they're dying off. Gen Xers are too old. They're, they're slowly but dying off. So who is your clientele? It's the millennials, the Gen Zers, and younger. So you have some sort of longevity. And what is it they want? They don't want golf courses, tennis courts. No. They want a community. They want NFTs. They want tokens. They want to be rewarded with tokens. They want to be part of this community, not just, not just be a hotel guest. They want more. So what's more is that we're, we're now introducing our clientele, our developers, into the virtual world like the central land of buying virtual property for them, for their future projects, their future mirror projects. And there are not a lot of people doing that. We are going to be, Compass is eventually, and we are gravitating towards that right now, and I'll talk more about that on another podcast. Compass is going to be one of the first in the world that is going to solely focus on virtual property, virtual land. We're going to specialize in that. If you're telling yourself, you're crazy, Will, there's no money in that. Let me give you an example. Just a few days ago, uh, a piece of virtual land was sold for $4 million. Then a few days prior to that, another virtual piece of land was sold for $2.5 million. And just like Within the last 24 hours, a virtual yacht was sold for $650 million. And did you know that Adidas and Nike are locking up virtual land? So I'm not crazy. There's a lot of money. Did you know that within the last week, from places like the Central Land, their ticker is MANA, M-A-N-A, and the three or four other uh, other projects that specialize in virtual land have done a hundred million in sales of virtual land. I'll repeat that again. In the last week, the last seven days, five blockchain projects that specialize in virtual land have sold $100 million in virtual property, virtual land. So if you think that I'm crazy, in changing my business plan and specializing in becoming a virtual property broker, I'm not crazy. I may be a little ahead of my time, but I'm not crazy. Because there's just not just a few million dollars in this business. There's tens, hundreds, billions of dollars in this business. I'm not saying I'm not going to make that kind of money, but that's a type of volume that's happening. So I am just super pumped and super excited. And the last thing I want to share with you, and I won't um, because obviously my clients are very, very private. Compass is the very first real estate company here in Thailand 
to successfully purchase and make the transfer using 401k funds to purchase property here in Thailand. We are the first folks. And um, so it was painstaking. Uh, my client that's probably listening to this, I did share it with him and he's just, he and his wife are amazing. They're just, I, I can't say how awesome they are because they're just so nice and so, and so patient. Um, but um, I shared with him just kind of tip of the iceberg of what we did, but it was grueling. <laughs> it was grueling, but we got it done. And we are the first, I mean, we've done obviously transfers from corporations to corporations, but doing using a U.S. self-directed 401k to purchase property here in Thailand, I'm telling you, has never been done. People have no idea what a 401k is. Like, what the heck is that? What is it? Excuse me. But, excuse me one second, let me take a sip of my coffee. But Compass is the very first real estate firm in this country to successfully complete a transaction using a United States self-directed 401k to purchase and close on a property under the name of that 401k here in Thailand to satisfy all the requirements for self-directed 401k to own piece of property. We got that done. So anyone out there, and again, we have our minimum, so please, uh, if, you know, if you're only... (laughs) If you're looking for something that's really inexpensive, we really can't help you. Uh, you know, our, we really start at purchases between a half million to a million. And, but there are some cases and sometimes and some occasions that we have clients that will resell their properties. Uh, some of them are their investment properties or the smaller properties that are upgrading or second, third, or fifth home. So sometimes we'll have properties in a one, two, three, maybe $400,000. But so just check in with us. But uh, if you are, if you have a self-directed 401k or you're looking to have a self-directed 401k and you want to use those funds to purchase property here in Thailand for half a million, a million, two to three to five million, we can do it for you. We got it done. And uh, I can assure you, nobody, nobody here in Thailand can do that. They would have not a clue, not a clue. So uh, the Department of Land uh, because they saw our Thai team so much during this huge, uh, uh, this 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 huge transfer, they got to know us well. Got to know my Thai team really, really well. My my wife my wife heads up the Thai team, and uh, so now we have a straight and direct contact with the department head heads of these different land divisions in the major cities here in Thailand to get this done because they understand it now They've, we've already done it one time they get it now they know what it is and now we have a direct source a direct line to them to get it done for you so any anyone out there that has that are looking to do this please contact us and then the last thing is is that some of the things that we are changing with our business plan is um, we are still majority of our business is going to be commercial and what I mean by that is working with developers on hospitality. Basically, right now, we are working with two major brands, uh, two major surf brands. It's actually one company that owns two major U.S. surf brands that's world-renowned. 
and um, they are looking to build their first hotel projects in Latin America and the United States and hopefully here in Asia. And uh, so we work with developers like that, uh, big brands, uh, big developers, uh, whether you're looking to build a boutique hotel to monster project, you know, that's half a billion and up. Uh, we're still working on our huge project. Obviously, that is going to be a huge uh, long project, uh, which is the airport project in the Maldives. And then we have um, new developers or new landowners that we're working with in the United States that are foreign, foreign owners, uh, but they own a huge parcel uh, out in the East Coast. So anyone out there uh, that has a huge piece of land and you just don't know what to do with it, please come to us because we will either find you a buyer, we'll find you a JV partner, or we will help you develop that project. We'll give you some ideas of what can be built in that project. And then if you are a uh, multi, a very affluent individual or family, and you're looking uh, to uh, accumulate more real estate outside of Western countries like the UK or Australia or, or North America, Thailand is, a, is one of the best places to invest in. We also work with you in creating a real estate portfolio here in Thailand and different parts of Asia. Because what's, what, what do most people do? What do asset managers tell you? You have to balance your portfolio. And you balance it because emerging markets are always going to give you the best returns. And one of the best emerging markets is here in Asia. And also for the same affluent clientele that's looking for luxury homes, as I, as I say many, many times, the same exact beachfront home that sits right on the beach in Manhattan Beach, California, or in Newport Beach, California, that may cost four to five to seven to ten million dollars, is literally a fraction of the price. Those start, those two to three story homes, pool in the backyard, your backyard is the beach, is the ocean. Those homes started a million dollars here. That's it, a million dollars. And then, and then if you're looking for a an awesome penthouse, because penthouses, real estate prices in America or pretty much all Western countries, or all over the world, it's just all over the world has skyrocketed, but not here in Thailand. It hasn't, because Asian countries like Thailand has locked everybody out, and we rely on a lot of foreigners to buy, especially Chinese, to buy real estate here. But it is going to surge, and let me tell you why. Why everybody that's looking to buy property in Thailand, why you should do it now. So the Thai government, to basically increase um, real estate uh, volume or sales, has approved for the next year to two years a 100% financing for local ties. 100% financing, folks. So let's take a step back. When the U.S. real estate market went to 100% financing back in 2000, starting 2004, what happened? Real estate markets just skyrocketed because people were just buying real estate left and right, just emptying inventories. Same thing's going to happen here, folks. Starting next year, 100% financing. Then they're going to reevaluate at the end of the year. Most likely they'll extend it for another year and maybe extend it for another year. But that is going to surge real estate prices here in Thailand. 
100% financing. So for any of my clients listening to this that have already bought real estate, congratulations because you did good. <laughs> you did really good. And then uh, for, the, for my crypto friends out there, uh, I'll give you kind of a brief overview of what is my clientele are doing. Is yes, I understand that uh, we are still in a bull market and it looks like we're headed for an extended cycle. I do believe, uh, for example, influencers and financial consultants like Rao, Rao Powell, that this is going to be, and also Willie Wu, that this is going to be an extended cycle. I see it in the charts. It looks like it right now, which has been accumulating, accumulating, accumulating. Um, you know, obviously the inventory of these coins, especially Ethereum, is, is, is dropping lower and lower. You know, the, uh, the whales are really controlling this market. But once it breaks out, hopefully sometime mid-December uh, or even early January, but we're looking at an extended cycle. Then we get, get into altcoin season. So for everyone out there, first of all, I, I, any crypto uh, investors or crypto holders that's listening to this that has been investing since 2017, 2013, man... Do I, I just want to shake your hand. You guys are brilliant. I mean, here I am a traditional banker and, and I just fought it and fought it and fought it. But, I, but I'm finally, I finally see the light, folks. I finally see the light. And man, do I just, my hat's off to you. I, I mean, I've met individuals that literally, and, and, and I actually have a couple of sheep millionaire uh, clientele. They bought sheep early this year. Freaking just regular blue collar workers, man. Freaking, uh, made close to a million dollars <laughs> just on a, on a couple thousand dollar investment. So obviously we're in for an extended cycle, but here's the one thing that I want to tell everyone is that as wonderful as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, I, I really like Avalanche too, Litecoin, Ripple, uh, I love Ripple because we actually, our largest bank, SV, SCB Bank here in Thailand uses Ripple technology and I see it in action because my clients are doing wires for these homes and instead of taking and costing $100 for international wire and taking 48 to 72 hours for a wire to happen, Ripple, RippleNet happens less than 24 hours sending these huge, huge wires that's only costing like five bucks. 10 bucks. Freaking love XRP. Love Ripple. You guys are freaking, you guys are going to explode next year. And I'm looking forward to that. So the thing is, is that it's, it's great that you just made a killing. Whether you're the individual that invested $10,000 and then now you're sitting on a portfolio of three to $5 million. Or you're that uh, millennial that invested $10,000 in Safe Moon or freaking Doge or even Shiba Inu, and then now you're sitting on a couple million bucks. Well, the thing is, is that obviously this market is extremely volatile. And again, the volatility is what rewards you with your returns. And we all know that. We all understand that. But the thing is, is that you can't live in your coin. What I mean that, like by that, it's, it's a digital currency. It, it's, it's not tangible. There's nothing tangible as digital currencies. So what are the three things that human nature, that human beings need? We need water, we need food, and we need shelter. 
And then actually the fourth thing, we need money. So you got the money covered because you have your wallets and then you probably have your, uh, your, your debit cards, whether it's through BitPay or Voyager or even uh, Coinbase card or whatever uh, to do all your spending. So you have your money and obviously you cover your food with that money, but now it comes down to shelter. I'm amazed that when I look at Twitter, when I read articles about the hodlers that are still renting this shitty freaking apartment because all they want to do is accumulate more and more coin, more and more tokens, more and more NFTs. I get that. But take it for someone that has made millions, lost it, made millions. I'm not going to lose it again. <clears throat> is that you need to have a peace of mind because you never, ever know what's going to happen. You can be on, uh, for an example, the financial influencer Plan B and say, okay, yes, I believe in Plan B and I believe that uh, the theory of these, super, these four-year super cycles, and when it, so after this cycle, we're going to go back into a three to four-year down bear cycle and the, and the crypto market is going to go down 75 to 80, even 90%. And then you just wait it out and let it climb up exponentially when it starts in, you know, uh, 2024. But doing that low times, those are tough times for everyone. That's why you never, never know what's going to happen. Because the volatility of the crypto market is unknown. That's why when a lot of these influencers are throwing out price targets, oh, it's going to hit 100,000 at the end of the year, this is Bitcoin. It's going to hit 250,000. It's going to hit 300,000. It's going to hit half a million. I even heard someone say it's going to hit a hit million dollars. I'm like, yeah, right. You know, I, I read this, I was watching this YouTube video and I just watched a snippet of it. And, and um, you know, there are individuals that are, you know, thinking that like sheep is going to hit 0.001. It's like, good luck. The thing is, is that having a positive outlook is great, but having a peace of mind and a home that's free and clear, that's even better. Because you can't trade crypto when you're homeless. And, and if you are, uh, if you have crypto in cold storage, you need to have a safe place to secure that. And if for, as a banker, for those of you that think that securing your cold storage your cold storage in safety deposit boxes is safe in a bank. It's not safe. It's better to store in your home somewhere in a, in a waterproof and fireproof case than on top of that case, you store it into a, another waterproof, fireproof case. And it's stored into a safe. It's safer to do that in your own home, in your own castle. So for... The crypto millionaires out there that are sitting on 5 million, 10 million, buy a home. You know, I remember uh, the moon Carl uh, speaking about real estate and then also uh, the burb, uh, burb nest. He said it, I, I was watching one of his videos and he said it too. I, I mean, I, I love his technical analysis. I, I love his candor. You know, uh, Europeans are very straightforward. Uh, it's so funny how he just calls people stupid. And, but uh, 
he says it too. He's like, when this cycle ends, he is going to diversify. Obviously, his large part of his holdings is still going to be in crypto. But he's also, which I was really shocked when he said this, he's going to diversify into precious metals. Gold, silver, maybe platinum, other stuff. And then he said real estate, which makes sense. Ralph Howe said the same exact thing. You know, when we look at the um, when we look at the upgrade for Ethereum to Ethereum 2.0, which is going to come sometime next year, there may be a blow off top before that because all these people are going to start taking profits, buying their Lambos. Buy. It's always funny in the crypto world. They always say they always talk about Lambos. They don't talk about Aston Martins. They don't talk about Rolls Royces or Ferraris. It's always Lambos. Um, so they're going to go buy their Lambos and, and go buy their, you know, buy their estates. Do that. No, no, don't buy the Lambo because rent it. <laughs> but buy an estate, buy a home. Better yet, buy one here in Thailand because it's crypto friendly. Could you imagine, you know, having a beautiful home on the beach that would normally cost, for an example, if you were to be in Miami or let's say somewhere like in um, the Hamptons or somewhere like in California, a beachfront home that would normally cost five to $10 million. I can get that for you for starting at a million dollars on the beach. Two to three, two to three story home, 2,500 to 3,000 square feet, semi-modern design uh, on the beach where your office is going to look out into the ocean and you can have all your trading platforms and all your screens in front of you and you look into this amazing view. And that home's going to be free and clear. And it's still going to appreciate because it's on the beach. And if you're someone that wants a beautiful penthouse, Bangkok, here in Bangkok's the perfect place to be. As I was saying earlier, real estate prices are so exorbitant. If you're looking at penthouses, whether it's in Las Vegas or L.A. and Miami, New York, anywhere, these things are so expensive. But here, get you beautiful penthouses. It's the same equivalent of living in upper Manhattan, but safer, cleaner, cheaper, better. You know, the price of one luxury home in the States so let's just make some numbers easy. And let's just say, because a lot of you actually are listening to this from California. So let's just say in Manhattan Beach, and you're looking at uh, a home that's maybe a couple blocks from the beach. And this home is made, cost $2 million. $2 million. I can buy you the same home, two to three story home on the beach and... I can buy you a three-bedroom or four-bedroom condo, penthouse condo in Bangkok. You basically get surf and turf. So I know that I'm kind of getting to this uh, one-hour range, but uh, I just wanted to really let people know what we're up to. I apologize that um, I haven't been keeping up to date. Uh, we're working on, we work on new media uh, but I wanted to update anyone some exciting news. And I wanted to let everyone know that we're doing great here. Thailand's still awesome. I'm so glad that I've been stuck here. Because everything is still cheap. Everything is still affordable. The government is, there's nothing wrong with the government. They're taking care of their citizens. But most of all, 
your quality of living here in Thailand has not changed. It's still the best. You don't sacrifice anything. And I also want to discuss, obviously, how we're changing uh, some of our focus into the crypto world and how we're helping our developers, how we're helping crypto millionaires with their real estate purchases and acquisitions. But the bottom line is, is that I'm really looking forward to 2022. It's going to be an exciting year for us. I hope it's going to be an exciting year for you because we've changed our business model. That whether that the next pandemic comes, whatever it may be, we are prepared for it because we've changed our business that we can pivot in any direction. Even during lockdowns, we are still going to be successful. And I wish you much success. I wish you health and happiness. And I truly hope that you find your next paradise. So thank you so much for joining me. And we'll talk to you soon.